Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to C Squared. Hey, y'all. It's Chloe. And I'm Chaney. And we are back with another episode of our series, Hoops and Hope. Come on. We are helping um, incoming college freshmen, high school students to get ready for the big game of college. Um, What that looks like, how to prepare. We're just sharing all of our advice um, and all in the light of March Madness coming up. The real, the real season. The real big game. Yeah, for sure. So last week we talked about the end of our senior year, what that looked like, the processes that we went through, all of the things. This week we are taking a look at deciding what college and what major which is going to be super exciting because I think me and Chloe have some similarities but also some differences in our stories and testimonies about deciding what college and what major um so we're super excited about this week we're super excited to see where this goes again none of this is planned except for our topic and yeah I think we're just going to go ahead and get on into it what do you think absolutely so there's about a million and one places we could start <laughs> Yeah, where we were planning and looking at colleges. Gosh, you've been going on visits. I've been going on visits since my junior year of high school. Me I'm too. not sure when you started, but class 101 is going to be involved in my, a lot of that part of the story for me. Yeah. I spent whew, countless hours prepping for the ACT with them but more so preparing about where to go to college what to do where to apply applying for scholarships right all that stuff was done with class 101 Mm -hmm. so a lot of the guidance that we have will relate to you what we do know but we had some professionals helping both me and Chaney we were both a part of class 101 so yeah I started touring colleges my junior year of high school one of the first ones I remember touring was University of Evansville, mm. then USI. And those are in the same time frame. And as a young person, every school I saw, Shaney, like, I was convinced, like, oh, that's the school. <laughs> yeah. As the, like, just the more I saw, the more I was like, okay, yeah, this is, I could live here. I could be close to home or I don't want to be close to home. Right. I'm sure you had similar experiences so many schools have so much to offer and I'm a very low maintenance type of person. So it did not take much to woo me. Mm -hmm. Did you visit a Christian college? Yeah. And I I could, I could tell a whole story about all of this. So I knew coming into college, I had, I'm not, I'm not low maintenance. I had some, Things that I would prefer um, in my college where I was going to be. I knew I wanted to be close to home, but far enough that I felt like I was on your own, on my own. Yes. So, you know, close enough that I could go home if I needed to, but far enough that I didn't feel obligated to go home every weekend or, you know, wanted to go home every weekend. So, right. Um, Three to four hours was that was a good range for me. So I started looking at colleges, small private private colleges, um, big universities. But I I kind of decided that you know I felt like in my own life I thrived a lot better at a bigger school because I've experienced both. I've experienced a big public school and a small private school, and I just felt like with my personality <laughs> I thrived at a smaller at a bigger school Mm -hmm. and so I I was really looking for you know I said like I think I want to go to a like a big SEC school you know Mm -hmm. having lots of people around me I feel like I can really thrive in that way um and then having some sports that that's super fun you know and so I but I didn't want to close myself off. You know, I didn't look at only SEC schools, big college, big universities, whatever. So I, I toured everything. I kept my options open. Um, UK was actually the first school that I toured, which oh, wow. maybe wasn't the smartest idea because there's so much to offer here. 
that yeah. it was kind of like nothing else compared. Mm-hmm. But I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I experienced a call to ministry two summers, two summers ago, I think it's, it's all running together. But, um, I think before my junior year of high school. And so I, maybe my, before my senior year, regardless, I went back and forth with the Lord a lot. Like I know that I'm called in ministry, but what does that look like in college? What does that look like in my career? Yeah. Um, so I toured UK, I toured the university of Alabama. I toured, um, Sanford university. I toured Georgetown college, several, several schools, different all, all across the spectrum. But I just felt like the Lord kept calling me back to UK. You know, he kept saying like, that's, good, yeah. that's where, that's where I want you. And that's where I can do the most with you. Mm-hmm. And I just went back and forth, you know, wrestling with God. Like, I don't understand why you, if I have, if I'm experienced, if I have a call to ministry, why am I going to a, a massive secular school? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I going to a place where I can't learn more about you and learn more about ministry and you know all of these things? But I just kept having this tug on my heart, like UK for marketing, UK for marketing. And that's what I, that's what, you that's did. what I did. And so I think that is, can be our first point first piece of advice for this episode when you're deciding a college or your major whatever like talk to the talk to the lord about it yeah of course that brings so much comfort to me mm-hmm. and i'll be honest like coming into college i was still very uneasy i didn't understand anything about why i was here or what i was doing and how any of this is going to make sense in the future but the more experiences and opportunities that I've had and classes that I've taken, I've been able to see more and more how it's all coming together. Yeah. And how God's plan is working together. That's good. So talk to the Lord about it. I Absolutely. mean, that's the biggest piece of advice I would have to give, you know, through anything, but especially through this, this is a big decision. Absolutely. We talked about it last week, you know, let him guide your footsteps right. because he takes you on a path where you don't always get to know, but it builds your faith and it builds character. And that's part of this transition is building your character. So a hundred percent trust in him. Talk to him about it. He wants to hear your heart. Yeah. That's really how I think he changes people is Mm -hmm. by like them telling him what they really want, what really bothers them. All of those things. So I'll follow up with my story a little bit more in detail. I toured University of Evansville, USI, University of Kentucky, Lee University. And those were probably the four four main schools I, I toured. There might have been a couple other ones thrown in there somewhere. But Lee University was is a Christian school, mm-hmm. like a real deal. Probably people travel from all over to go to that school. Um, and when I toured, it's smaller. The dorms aren't very nice. Well, don't get me wrong. They're way nicer than a lot of places. Right. But com- comparing it to UK, right, it didn't have a stance. You know, we yeah. live in luxury. Yes. Dorm-wise. So in making, coming home from Lee University, I'm ready to like commit to my parents and tell them like, I think, I think I would love it here. Mm-hmm. Lily Knight goes there. She's one of my best friends. Her dad's our pastor and they are very smart. And she was in all of the like sorority stuff, but technically it's not like a sorority there. It's like something else, but mm-hmm. it just looks like such good community. Yeah. And they had mandatory chapel. And so three three of my like credits or stuff like that, like stuff like that was going to chapel. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you don't have to beg me to go to chapel. If you tell me to go, I'll go with not getting anything. Yeah. So there were there's a lot of wonder in me still to this day, guys. Like still I wonder, like, man, what would it be like if I would have went mm-hmm. to a place like that? And Lee was right outside of Cleveland, Tennessee, I think. 
So it's farther. It's like a good amount farther, probably over four hours uh-huh. or right at four hours. And we like drove down Chattanooga and I was just like, like, man, like I could really see myself like this is different. This is Tennessee. But my last place I toured was UK mm-hmm. and mm. it was the cherry on top. <laughs> <laughs> like UK has so much to offer. It's beautiful. We toured at the best time. It was a perfect day. The weather could not have been better. It was beautiful. Our tour guide was great. We went to dry bar in the morning. Like we were having the best Lexington (laughs) experience you could have had. So all of the schools you will tour, you will like something about them. Mm -hmm. They will have something to offer. UK really had the business side of things to offer. Gatton is a prestigious business school and Lee had the Christian side of things to offer Mm -hmm. where I could get my education rooted in a firm foundation. You know, I didn't have to worry about secular professors or professors who are very blatantly uh, against certain ideals that I have and values that I have. Because you will run into that in every university. I thought coming here, though, I would have like a a bad experience with that. Right. And I really think the professors who do really have different, have a different moral compass, I really think that it's opened my eyes mm. in the best way. Like it has taught me when I'm communicating with people, though, and I see that they have very different thoughts about a situation my brain like re-racks itself. So when I'm talking to them or having conversation with a group of people with them, it shows me how to communicate in a different way. More like how do I right. how do I unravel this in a way that's not going to offend somebody and not going to undermine their beliefs? Mm-hmm. Because of holding a hard conversation, this is my second piece of advice. This is What I will stand on, it's, like, so important to me, is to have a meaningful conversation with someone who has incredibly different beliefs, is to, number one, respect the beliefs. Mm -hmm. Whether you agree, whether you think they're bogus, I'm telling you, respect it and don't undermine it and don't cut their legs off from under them and say, well, this is the facts I have to disprove that. It does not matter because what you believe is what you believe. And if they come from a place where that is ingrained in them, mm-hmm. you telling them for five seconds that that's wrong is only going to establish a sense of distrust. I don't want to sit here and talk about this with you if you're not going to hear me out. But in having those conversations, it must go two ways. Right. That's another piece of advice. However, that's a little tangent on a professor basis, but I promise you, you will encounter that going into college. And that is something to weigh. If you don't have a strong enough moral compass to withstand your own values and withstand your own religion and practices. And you, those are important to you. Then you should consider a Christian college. However, I thought and my faith gave me the courage and hope to think, well, I believe that I will be able to stand on what I know and who I know. Right. Like I know the Lord. I don't think he's going to let me come here and, make all these fail. Yeah. I don't think he's going to let me fail. Correct. And Cheney can tell you this too. When we tell professors, professors who I believe have very different views about life. When we tell them we have a podcast, they listen. They sure do. They listen to this. So I'm telling y'all like it is important. The people, we don't even know who we get to touch sometimes or get to think, you know, sometimes it's not about changing anyone's mind. Mm -hmm. It's about seeing the bigger picture and planting seeds. Yes. Like we don't, I never talk about my faith. So somebody will immediately right there be saved. Yeah. But to plant the seed is the first step. And we can like, you can't step, you can't skip it. You know, there's so many times Cheney, we've had those hard moments of planting that first seed. And like, we've really had to put Cheney, especially me. I just, follow Chaney's lead sometimes <laughs> but you have to put your faith in the Lord that he will let those seeds sprout. Yep. And we just have to keep watering them. But let me tell you, it's hard to water a seed when you don't see it blooming or yep. to watch a flower that's been closed up. Like when is it time, you know, 
So when you're talking about going to college, keep in mind, a lot of it has to do with who you are. Mm -hmm. If you think you can handle a big university with a lot of different people, a lot of different culture, a lot of different ethnicity, a lot of different viewpoints, then I think that's great. And I think you should go for it. I love it. I thrive with it. I think it's fascinating. I love to grow. I love to learn. It helps me communicate better. If I understand like where my coworkers are from, what their backstories are, I know it's sensitive to them. Well, if I know it's sensitive to them, I know how to cater and how to talk to them. Right. So some people have that naturally and some people really take the time to learn it. I know people at work who read people's personality quizzes Mm. so that they know how to communicate better. So there's always ways to to make the right decision. We aren't saying put your trust in the Lord, pray about it, and he'll send you a letter in the mail saying you need to go here. That's not how that's going to work. No. Not He's going to give you the skills set, the sets of values and wisdom, and he's going to require you to make a decision right. and require you to know who you are to put your best foot forward. Yeah. For me and Cheney, I think it's the University of Kentucky, mm-hmm. but that is not the answer for everyone. Right. And you'll see that when everyone comes home or you see it in different ways. Yeah. Well, and the Bible says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Absolutely. Like if you, if you are asking the Lord, like, please, please help me. Like he's going to help you. Please like show me where I need to go. Like that's something I ask the Lord, like, please show me where I need to go. Show me where I need to be, what I need to do, what my major needs to be like all of these things. But the Lord gave us free will for a reason. Yeah. Like if he's, he will certainly help me through these decisions and help me and talk to me and touch my heart in certain ways. But I have the free will to say like, I like, this is what I'm deciding. I have the, I don't, I have the say in, I'm going to go to the university of Kentucky for marketing. Yeah. The Lord is not just going to pick me up and put me in Lexington in the business college in a seat in the middle of my business and economics class. He's not, that's, that's not how it works. You're right. But so there were lots of things that I considered before coming here, but time and time again, I've seen the Lord just work it all out. And I think I've shared this story before on the podcast, but I came to college with a marketing major. So when I applied for school, I applied for a marketing major in the Gatton Business College um, with in as also a part of the Honors College with the Social Entrepreneurship Pathway. So a lot going on, um, but plans changed. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, that's another thing to share as a piece of advice. Like, if your plans change, it is okay. Yeah. If you decide that you feel, if you, if you don't feel okay where you are, or you decide that you're going to transfer colleges or change your major, it's okay. And it's okay. And I can say that because I've done it myself. Mm -hmm. I changed majors after one semester. And that was scary and that was confusing and it was very frustrating at one time because everything got mixed up. Yeah. But the Lord has continued to work it out for me and he's continued to show me that, that I am his daughter and he's going to take care of me and he's going to help me through it. That's good. Um, so I came into college as a marketing major and quickly realized like what that was about, what it was going to look like for me. And then even looking down the road, what my job opportunities were going to be, how limited it would be as a marketing degree and how, which don't get me wrong, business, the business world is huge and marketing is huge and marketing is growing. But for me and, and what I want to do in my specialties that I already have existing, marketing wasn't the best option for me. Mm-hmm. And so I did a lot of research, a lot of talking with advisors, a lot of talking with my family and 
just decided, like, I think I need to switch majors and be an integrated strategic communications degree, Yeah, which is a lot, but it's, and it sounds very complex and confusing, but essentially it's marketing without the math and it's more, it's less data driven and more creative, which is, I'm not a data person. I'm creative person. So it's, it's more at my alley and there's a lot more job opportunities and as social media and the the digital world continue to grow, that area continues to grow also. Yeah. So again, I wrestled with God, like you, I really feel like you said to me, God, like I need to be at UK with a marketing degree. Why am I, why do I not feel welcome here? Why do I not feel like this is my place? Why am I now switching to a communications degree? Yeah. But now I'm a communications degree mm-hmm. and I have an ISC major in it. I've again, seen the Lord put all of this together. I have to take a psychology class for my major. It's required. So I'm going to get to learn about how people's brains work and how to properly communicate with people. Okay, God, well, I have a, I'm going to be in ministry in some capacity. Why am I getting a communications major and why do I have to take psychology? I'm taking psychology and I'm learning how to communicate with people so that I can effectively communicate and share with people through social media, through digital, through campaigns, et cetera. Share the good news. Share Jesus with people. I can use that in ministry and then I can go talk to people. And it's, and it's, there's just, when I realized that it was such a peace that came over me. Like I just realized that the Lord has just put this, all these puzzle pieces down and the missing piece was me just kept committing to it and surrendering. And as soon as I did that, it just helped me to see like I'm not in control. You know, I'm a yeah. I'm a part of this. I'm I'm running this race, but I'm not I'm not in control of it. That's I'm, so good. I'm not I'm not carving the path of this marathon. And so that's that's something else that you know, ultimately that's another piece of advice is it's okay to change your major, but just again, talk to the Lord about it. Talk to, talk to God and let him work things out with you and for you and rest in him and allow him to show you how, how everything is going to work out. Yeah, absolutely. All of those points are so valid and Cheney has a much clearer, more distinctive set of goals in than I do right now. So watching her go through that experience, it was like a lot of prayer and a lot of not knowing, a lot of frustration, a lot of people who didn't do their job right. Mm -hmm. And you know how frustrating it can be to pay 30 something thousand dollars to go to a school and to have people messing up your stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty frustrating. And then having to retake classes that you weren't supposed to. There's a lot of things behind situations that the enemy will try to, like, get a get an attack in at you. Right. Like, the Lord was guiding her steps, and so many things happened to try to derail that process and to derail her mindset about it. Yeah. But I just remember thinking, like, we have got to find the good in this situation, like, for Chaney. Like, there has to be something that we can do that is positive mm-hmm. to help to bring light. And we just got to talking about her advising sessions and her advisors and the grace that to have, even though it was so difficult, you know, right. There's so much we can gain from experiences of hardship, even when we're doing the right thing. Like even when life is good or God is good and life is not like we still have to choose to find the good in that because there are so many blessings that we just don't even think of. Right. Like we are just blessed to be here at UK. We are blessed to have, to be able to select a degree. We are blessed to have a car, to get an education, to get an education. There are people who would die for the opportunities that we have. So keeping that mindset of just thankfulness, Gratitude. gratitude, coming in his gates of thanksgiving. There's so many things that we can be thankful for. So in your time of hardship, choosing a college, choosing a major, 
know that it's not going to be easy. And the Bible does not say it's going to be easy. In fact, it probably says the opposite, right. that it's going to be really hard. And there's going to be a lot of hardship and a lot of failure. But there is such a great reward on the other side that is waiting for you that has so much promise and hope in it. It is so worth it to get there. Right. When I applied to UK, I did not have a major in mind. I am still an unex, uh, I'm still an exploratory business major, I think. However, <laughs> I have decided to major in management with a minor in international business. And I am thrilled to have that major and minor. Management is one of the Gatton majors. So there's uh-huh. five Gatton majors, and they are economic accounting, management, finance, marketing, and marketing. And so I chose management out of those. Probably will go into the HR public relations route. I do have to take math, <laughs> being a uh, international business and management right major minor. That duo right there is kind of seen. The management piece could be seen into HR, public policy, things like that. However, I will probably finish my undergrad and get a certificate in human resources. Mm. I'm currently a human resources intern, so. All of my stuff is aligning. I'm hoping that all works out. I'm still in prayer about it, really. I haven't done the final works. Once I finish this year, I'll be able to get that major and minor. Mm -hmm. International business minor has a lot of prereqs. There's a lot of stuff I have to do not associated with Gatton, which is a little bit more difficult. I have to take a foreign language and stuff, but I have always had the heart to travel, guys, like always I don't want kids because I just want to be able to do what I'm called to do and I think being a mother is fantastic like clearly we have to have so many of them right (laughs) yeah but I was watching a video of gosh I forgot the name of the church but they're in Texas Dallas and the pastor was talking about singleness and he was like you know the power of being single And I was like, oh, I want to hear this. He was like, you're ready. You're ready to go on the mission trip. Mm. You're ready to accept the call. You don't have anything back home depending on you to be there. Right. You get the notion to go to South Africa. You get the notion to go to Guatemala. You go. You know, there is a peace in like being able to just act. And I, my dad told me just a few weeks ago, like, Part of my personality is, like, activator. Like, let's not talk about it. Cheney's the same way. Yes. Let's not talk about it. Let's not make plans about it. Let's set this, like, set the let's plan. Let's just go. Let's and, just go. And pivot if we have to. Correct. Pivot if we have to. <laughs> if things happen and it gets messy, you know what? Life will go we'll figure on. It out. We'll figure it out. But just do it. Just do it. Just start the business. Just make a post on Facebook. Yeah. I'm telling y'all... Nike had it when they said just, just do, do it. it. Nike had it. And here's the just thing. And this do is, it. This is what I've come to find with that is if you if you hyper focus on every little detail and plan everything about every plan, it'll never get it'll done. never it'll never get done. It'll never turn out how you think it will. You'll always be disappointed in something. If you just have an idea and run with it and learn as you go. You have no expectations for anything. Things turn out so much better. And you have to put more trust and more faith in the Lord to carry you through it. That's right. You have to lean on not your own understanding, but the this the understanding that passes understanding. Like that passes yeah. all understanding. You have to yeah. lean on a knowledge that's not yours and right. a a faith that you must have. Right. So And me and absolutely. Chloe like I think in Chloe's experience. When she started her business, she had no idea exactly what was going to be on her menu, how things were going to work, her routine for things, what she was going to sell, how pickup was going to go, delivery, all the things. But she learned as she went, and now she has a business that's flourishing, that's been blessed, that, you know, she's so highly favored in what she does, and she's been able to bless other people. Same for me. 
I started yes, my business in the middle of GSE, creating logos in my free time, texting Bailey, who was an, she was at GSP, like literally flying by the seat of our pants. Like we have no idea what's happening right now. And so that was in what, June? Yeah. And we had our first event in October. So it took a few months, but that required us saving money to buy a lot of resources, to build things, to get things ready. Yeah. And our first event was a disaster. Like we were a nervous wreck, riddled with anxiety, had no idea what we were doing, took forever to set up, forever to take down. And, you know, praise the Lord for grace, that grace is a thing because we needed a lot of it for that first event, you know, and events after, but we had to just depend on the Lord and trust him that he was going to take us through. He was going to help us. And, you know, that again, ties into what we're talking about when you're deciding these things, when you're, when you're coming to college, when you're deciding a major, trust in the Lord, he's going to carry you through. He's going to help you. And I don't think I could have done any of it, decided to major, decided my college, started a business, whatever, without the Lord, without de- his, without depending on him, without him helping me and giving me peace about so many things. I, I, I really couldn't have, could not have done it. Yeah. Because if you think starting a business is easy or it takes a lot of courage to post something for sale in front of your friends, especially at a young age. Yeah. Like we are not trying to gain anything. We were we were young, really young for what we were doing. Right. And to be held to a standard of what thirty and forty year olds were doing, for me, that was hard. Yeah. I didn't know what they knew. I didn't have the knowledge they had. Right. I was literally learning from experience, which I will say is the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. Like college has taught me a lot, but it comes nowhere near Cheney to my HR internship. Mm. You want to teach somebody how to talk to some people? Let them step into those shoes and talk to those team members who are upset because they have kids to feed at home. That's real life. That is real world stuff. Yeah. And one of the hardest things in today's generation is for younger people to understand how to talk to everyone. And how to talk to people who have different ideas and beliefs. There's so many things that we have to learn. And your decision for your major is not final. You will probably change your major. Yep. I didn't even know coming in. I didn't come in undeclared because I'm on the social entrepreneurship pathway. So clearly I was in the school of business. Right. So mine was exploratory business. And still to this day, I have not decided my major. I could change. I could take a finance class. Chaney's probably laughing because we (laughs) talked about this earlier. I could take a finance class and very easily decide I want to major in finance because I'm interested in that. And I think the stock market is great and crazy and it's insane. But for right now, I still feel called to management and international business. And there's always something in my mind, Chaney, that's like, you know what? Let me go for international business as my minor mm-hmm. and let me end up being a missionary in a foreign country. Like that, I could see myself retiring at 50 and going to live and just being a missionary or just with the call of God. Like no matter what happens, I'm just so certain that he, his, his plan will come forth like at the right time, at the right moment. I'm going to re- meet the right people at the right time. Yeah. Going to all these call these business fairs, I have one to go to tomorrow. You meet so many people. You learn to talk to so many people. You get that elevator pitch good and ready. <laughs> I'm Chloe Young. I'm a freshman on HR intern at Tyson Foods. Yeah. I'll be looking for an internship summer of my junior year, looking to enroll to be an employee right after I graduate my fourth year. There's so many things to prepare and for you to network with people the major is not that important. It will be your experience. If you have an education, that matters. Yeah. What's your degree? It does matter. It plays a role. But I think ultimately it comes down to experience, communication, and people skills. Yeah. 
can you talk to people? Depending on your job. If you're working behind a computer and you're a strategic analyst, maybe not. But if I'm going into HR, I better know how to talk to people. I better know how to read people. I better know how to handle conflict. And I better know a little bit about accounting and economics, too. Right. Because that plays a role. And here's the thing. Like, we've talked to, we've had seminars. We've had meetings with people. We've had lectures where they say, like, real-life employers say and tell us college students, like, we don't even care sometimes like, we don't even care if you have a degree. If you're willing to learn, that's all that matters. That's all that we want because we can teach you. If you can be a teachable person, we, you, you've got the job. And that's where we are in today's society. But if you're going to college and you're getting a degree, that's a one-up on everybody else. Yeah. As long If you have the degree and you go into a job and say, you know, I don't have all of the experience or all of the knowledge and training in this area, but I'm willing to learn yeah. and I want to learn and you sell yourself in a good way. That is that is so beneficial to you and that will help you in so many areas. Absolutely. And on top of that, if you come to a school like UK, I don't mean to float UK's boat because this is not the school for everyone. Mm-hmm. But in my situation, a lot of the fruit I have found from UK has been the professional development events, yeah. the lunch and learns. I'm, I have a lunch and learn with the CIA on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I have a business fair tomorrow, and then I'm going to a pitch competition tomorrow night. Right. And I will say, like, that, the lunch and learns, the p- professional development events, that's all through the business college. So when I transferred out, like, I don't have those opportunities anymore. And I think that's why the business college is so prestigious is because you it's just, there's so much more required of you. You know, you have to go to the lunch and learns and professional development events yeah. and career fairs and, you know, get a number amount of and get a certain amount of volunteer hours, all of these things. And I did and I did those things and I loved it. And that is one thing that I do miss through yeah. my pathway through the business college is not having those requirements of me. But. You know, there's there's pluses and minuses, and those are things to think right. about. And my story, my is a little different because I was under the impression that I would be able to do those things. Right, which is so ugh, frustrating. Right, but again, it's all worked out, and it'll it's all going to be okay. Absolutely. So, but I, I, speaking of majors again, one of my professors this semester who I love, I adore, I want to take more of her classes because she's just so awesome. But she was saying the other day um, at the end of class, at the end of each lecture, she gives us like a tip um, for life and for college. And one of her tips um, like two weeks ago was don't major in what you love. And when she said that, I looked at her like, what are you even talking about? Why would I not major in something that I love? And she said, if you have a job if you if you go to school for for what you love and you get a job in what you love your career will ruin it for you the real world will ruin what you love now if I love digital media and design and I go into a digital media and design job something's going to happen my coworkers are going to ruin it for me my boss will ruin it for me the project that I have to do like that would if I didn't like the project, that would ruin it for me. Doing something I love every single day would make it not fun anymore. But she said to major in something that you're good at and leave what you love to be a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when, when she said that, it made so much more sense to me. Like to major in something and to get a degree and a job in something that I'm good at. Yeah. And to leave what I love as my passion and as my hobby and something that I can depend, like that I can lean on and it be my crutch Yeah. when I'm annoyed with work, you know? And so as she explained it, it made so much more sense to me and I agree with her. And I think that's a good piece of advice. Don't major in something that you love, major in something that you're good at. I think there's a flip side to that too of like, when you major in something that you love, 
I know I'm very passionate about like things that I love. Right. Well, if I'm doing my job to the best of my ability, I'm going to the end of the earth to do what I have to do. And that's long hours, that's sacrificial time that could be going to family. Right. There's a flip side of choosing what you love can lead you down a path of like a later resentment of yourself, you know, of why did I not just go home at five or yeah. all those things? Cause I could see myself. I mean, even, sure. even when I go home, like I work long hours just because I love what I do. I, I love helping people and being with the team members in a workplace just has completely changed my outlook on life. There's a lot of things. I remember praying about it on the way home. Like when I'm in my car alone, I pray out loud, Yeah, which is like so funny because I'll like, I don't know. It's just funny. And I was praying out loud and I was just thanking the Lord for like giving me the opportunity to work there mm-hmm. and to meet those people because they have no idea the impact that they have on me, like how they change my heart and how I see people. Yeah. And it working at Tyson gave gave me the assuredness in what I want to do. Maybe not HR, but definitely something with people. Yeah. Whether that's, gosh, I don't know. Maybe I do go and volunteer and work in a volunteer organization for years. Right. Who knows? I could see myself in any global connection. Nonprofit. Team, nonprofit. Absolutely. That's my heart. And it's part of my honors pathway too, which helps. Right. There's so much that our opportunity has, like, there's so much that college has to offer. There's so much that majors have to offer. But the bottom line is the only person who can give you peace about your decision is the Lord. Yep. And you have to give it all to him. You can't say, I'm going to Ole Miss, but I'll let you help me pick my major. Or... I know I'm doing this like you really have to surrender your decision. Yeah. And sometimes I still find myself not surrendering complete situations. You know, we want to surrender what's easy to give up. But are you willing to give up that person? Are you willing to give up the hard things in life? Yeah. Are you willing to give up a bad diet? Are you willing to give up your time for school? Right. The hard sacrifices are the most rewarding. For sure. What you have to work hard for what that's what's worth having the things that are hard you know of anyone can do something that's easy anyone can make average grades anyone shoot anyone can do a podcast it's all about your time intentionality and your and your pursuit you know really taking action and pursuing your goals dreams because let me tell you If college has taught me one thing, it's that you're going to fail and maybe you have to drop, drop calc. (laughs) Recent experience, guys, recent experience. Yeah. Maybe you have to drop calc to stay afloat in your five other classes, six other classes. Right. Maybe you have to make a hard decision where you feel like a failure. Maybe you fail. You know, don't be afraid of that because failure is is almost essential in succeeding. If I did not fail at anything, what would I know? Like, what what good would I be if right. I never failed? Yep. What I truly, guys, don't think y'all understand how how much of a person would we be if we had only ever succeeded? Mm-hmm. What would we learn? You right. know, my softball coach always told us. He said, "You know, from a win, you learn nothing." You just succeeded on what you knew. Yep. But from a loss, you learn more. And beating the dog crap out of somebody isn't going to teach you anything. Build your confidence, which may bring bigger result, better results later on. Absolutely. But it's not going to build your character. Mm. It's not going to make you a better softball player. Playing competition in teams that have exceeded everyone's expectations those are the teams where you build character. Yeah. Like, who are you when it gets down to the wire? Do you trust your teammates? Do you trust yourself? Yeah. To bat last in the game? To hit the game winner? There's a lot to dig in, and you have to trust the Lord. And the Lord rewards those who trust in him. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I think that's so good. And, you know, I totally agree. I Last semester, you know, had a situation where I had, I was, you know, I've, I was failing in an area that I've never failed before. Yeah. And still, like, I, there's still places in my heart that are just dark where I'm like, <laughs> why did I, like, who am I? What am I doing? Why did that even happen? Like, so many doubts about myself and frustration with myself. But what have I learned from that? Like, so much, so much that, you know, ultimately... I learned that like you have to put in more work, Jenny. You have to put in more work than what you were doing. You're just gonna have to accept the way that the you know this is ha- the the way that this is set up, and that you're gonna have to do this and X, Y, and Z, and it's gonna be your part time job and all of these <laughs> things. And you're just gonna have to you know roll up your sleeves and get it done, and and learn and grow from what from what you've experienced. And now you know going into this again. Now I know. Yes. And I was telling Chaney just the other week, and this is a piece of advice for people coming into college. This is no shade towards any counselor, like academic advisor, counselor, like, Mm -hmm. but when you come to a big university, let's be clear. The counselors have a lot of students on their hands Yep, and they do a, a hard job of assigning classes individual to each student. But at the end of the day, the count, the academic advisors do not know you and they do not know your strengths. Right. You need to make sure that you take their recommendations as a recommendation. You know what they say, oh, you should take this. That's a recommendation. Yep. Okay. I would consider advising your parents. I should have listened to my mom when I was home for winter break. And she said, you're taking calc, econ and accounting. You can't do that, Chloe. You're not math brained anyway. <laughs> Which is not a diss to me. Like, yeah. I know I'm not mouth-brained, you know. So, she knew me. Right. The counselor does not know I'm not math-brained. Mm-hmm. The counselor does not know that I'm already overloaded this past semester. Like, I don't need any more added to my plate. So, when you make decisions in college, coming into college, make them, take it, take what academic advisors say with a grain of salt because they don't have the luxury of getting to spend hours with every student. And ultimately, I would pray about those decisions because those matter. And it costed us a lot of extra money. Like me dropping calc costed a lot of extra money. Yeah. Which is, su- it sucks. Yeah. That I couldn't do it all. But it was either that or fail everything. Right. I was spending so much time trying to float all the boats that I was drowning in three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I mean, your your advisors ultimately like you're gonna have to meet at least in our case, we meet with them at least once a semester. And that's it. You know, that's all that they know about me is what over four years, eight eight times, eight to ten times. That's all the experience yeah. they have with me. I didn't even think about that. They don't they don't know me in a way that I know myself or that my parents know me. So uh, again, you know, they know this is what you need to get done to get your degree. Right. And they know you need this class and this class and X, Y, and Z, but that's and that it. Helps. That does help. Like I've been in contact a lot with my advisor through email this week. And mm-hmm. I mean, he knows his stuff. He knows, Oh, this transfers. Oh, this doesn't. If you do it here, this is what's required. If right. you do it there, it's not. I mean, they know their stuff. But they know it academically, and we know us personally, Personally. yeah. and it's different. Right. So just uh, anywhere you go, with any college, at any college, with any major, remember yourself. You know, what your advisors are saying is is not set in stone. You know, they're just advising you, they're helping you, they're directing you, but they're not carving out your path. You know, you get to make your college experience your own. And that's one of the benefits of college. You know, there are certain requirements of you. There's classes you need to take. But, you know, I can I have an honors class, but I get to pick what I'm going to talk about in my honors class. You know, I can talk about literally I, I figured this out yesterday. I can talk about um, addiction in one of my honors seminars or I can talk about, you know, like six different other things and I got to pick. And so that's a benefit of college, making yeah. your own schedule, creating 
creating your your day-to-day that you want mm-hmm. your you know your advisors don't really have a say in any of that you get to decide but they know you professionally they don't know you personally yeah so keep that in mind um help just help yourself through all of that let your parents help you let your family help you um but ultimately like it's all going to be okay it will all be okay. It's all going to work out. Trust me. Trust Chloe and what we're saying. We've literally lived this out so recently. The academic stress doesn't last forever, guys. It doesn't. And it's going to be okay. Absolutely. Trust in the Lord and it's all going to work out. Um, so, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up what we... I feel like that was a good explanation of major picking, Yeah. honors picking, If you plan to come to UK, I will tell everyone who says they want to come to UK, honors college all the way. Yep. Apply for honors college. Pathway. I recommend the pathway all the way. I do too. Because the honors in the pathway give you a light into number one, smaller class sizes if you stick with business. Mm -hmm. What people are taking econ classes that have like 150 to 200. My econ class is a pathway honors econ class and there's 30 to 50 of us. And here's the thing, especially in a school like this, small classes are a huge bonus. If your professors know, like my econ professor knows my name. Yeah. My accounting professor knows my name. I don't have the same experience with the huge lectures. Calculus or? Granted, right. calculus was the one that was a huge lecture that had a common hour exam. That stuff is terrible. I hate common hour <laughs> exams. Yeah. That's a downfall, guys. In my opinion, it's much less personalized. Yeah. And much more. It's it, weed out. But. Yeah, it's something. Again, you know, I've, we've, we've both gone through that. Like, it's going to be okay. We're not yes. sitting here sulking every day of the week. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's going to be okay. It's going to work out. Adapt, pivot, move on. Yep. Roll with the punches. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> You're going to learn how to do it for sure. Um, so we ju- we just hope that this was, again, another episode that's just helping y'all to prepare for the big game, prepare we for college. We, we hope that, like, us explaining our experiences helps you relieve it. We hope it relieves some of your stress, you know? Right. To hear from some people who just now went through it. Yeah. Like, we aren't your parents who went through this, like, 30 years ago. <laughs> yes. Like, this is r- real time. Real times, yeah. Real time lessons. Yeah. So, I'm Chaney. I'm Chloe. And this was C-Squared. C-squared.